0: I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me, and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Hope you had a good Easter. Uh, Thanks for listening in again. I uh, had a good Easter weekend. It's been a lot of fun. My husband is also off of work for a couple days, so I'm super thankful about that. Uh, Today, though, it was like... (laughs) I don't know we've been we went to church we came home we've been working in the garden um and cleaning out the chicken coop and we let our chickens free range in the front yard which is really cool but there's not a fence and so um you just kind of know when you live out in the country there's stray animals and coyotes and all sorts of stuff and so it's not really about if your chickens get attacked it's like when they do so we had some stray dogs well, they weren't, they weren't straight, but, um, attack our chickens and my little girl was out there and she was all beside herself and crying and it was really sad. And, um, so right now I feel a little, I don't know, deflated. (laughs) Um, you know, things like this are a part of life, but, uh, definitely was a downer. Um, the good thing though is, uh, we about like our chickens had scattered, and we live in the woods so it was kind of hard to find them and my boys man they stepped up and really tried to um, help and that was really cool so we got all of our chickens we have 17 we got all of our chickens except one is still missing so Um, and the other the other really good thing was is that um, we found out one of our neighbors down the road owned the dogs and they were really sweet and cool about everything and it was a good opportunity to be able to connect with them again and so All in all, I'm thankful for that, Um, but I'm a little deflated sounding just because that was not like a happy, happy time all the way around. (laughs) So in any case, um, I did want to talk in this episode just about uh, when you have a crisis in your faith um, or just, I don't know, a hard time with what you're believing. I've been listening to Ginger... Way low. I don't know how to say her last name, um, but she used to be Ginger Duggar. She was one of the Duggar kids with 19, 20 kids and counting on TLC back in the day, and... She's been promoting her new book, Becoming Free Indeed, my story of disentangling faith from fear. And so I've been listening to some different podcasts that she's been on, and it's been really interesting to hear her talk. I know several episodes ago I made one called Psychedelics and Deconstruction, just because there's so many people nowadays, and I think it's really when you have a wealth of not information, (laughs) uh, just ideology of humans and their Not wisdom, their foolishness that gets spread around to each other with a quickness. And so you have all these people who were Christians and then now they're like deconstructing their faith, which what Ginger talks about is different than what she's doing. So I like what she was talking about, disentangling her faith. So she, you know, grew up with a belief system in this guy, Bill Gothard. I think he had pretty much was leading a cult and had all these legalistic rules. And I think one of them was like, you couldn't listen to music that had drums because if you did, they summoned demons and, you know, girls could only wear skirts and all these things. And so she got really confused as to what the Bible really said and what a relationship with Jesus really looked like and the characteristics of who God was instead of thinking that, you know, God was always angry or disappointed in her. And so instead of, like many Christians now at days, or used to be Christians, saying like, you know what, I don't really know if this stuff makes sense anymore. Um, I feel kind of messed up about it. And so what I'm going to do is just not believe at all anymore in the Lord. The end. That's going to be, I'm just walking away from it altogether. Uh, what she does with the help of her husband is to go to the Bible to see what the Bible has to say. And holding on to what the truth is of what the Bible says and letting go of everything else. And so that's what she's talking about with disentangling her faith. And so it just really had me thinking about the times in my life where I struggled with my faith. And you just think about maybe in your own life when you go through a time where it just feels like you're alone, where God doesn't seem to be there, or you've had some sort of devastating circumstance in your life, or you got hurt by somebody that you were walking together with or that you looked up to and just made you want to walk away altogether from the Lord and from the Bible. And I think, I don't know if it's because we get overwhelmed or we feel betrayed. We get angry because we feel like there is an injustice and then it's hard to feel like you can trust. And so you just want to throw everything in the trash can. <laughs> You're like, throw that in the dumpster, set it on fire. I'm leaving this. I'm not doing this anymore. And I know... Um, That has definitely happened to me, uh, I think, in 2021. I went through some really hard stuff that made me really feel alone and really felt, I guess, betrayed even. And I'm not even saying that was necessarily what was happening. (laughs) But it was just a really confusing time where I thought that biblically things were supposed to work this way. And it wasn't, and then um, and then just feeling really alone and angry and then feeling like everything was kind of a sham, you know. Have you ever felt like that? Is it just me? Um and and so what happens I think a lot of times when we go through these things that shake our foundation, um, that really cause us and challenges us to question what we believe, why do we believe it, you know, when everybody else who is in our circle kind of walk away, or maybe there's betrayal or whatever, are we able to still stand firm in who the Lord is in the Word of God? You know, or are we just really shaken to the core where we feel like we can't even have faith anymore? It's like all of a sudden, because some things change in our lives, um, it means everything is untrue. And I think really what happens is it's not that everything is untrue. It's that we just don't know how to work through it or we don't want to work through it. And I'm not sure why when things get hard in our life, we feel like it's just not worth the time and effort to work through it. Especially like, you know, we have this huge belief system and something that guides our life and the way that we think and what we do and the choices that we make. And then all of a sudden something happens and we're like, okay, everything's garbage. And then that's, is going to change your whole entire life and perspective, which exactly is what the enemy wants. And so you have a lot of people who are dis- deconstructing their faith and they're losing trust in people, which shouldn't have been placed there in the first place. And then a lot of times you find these people are turning to drugs and that's like, you know, it's freeing their mind. And it's just kind of a repeat of the hippie movement in a way, you know. Where you just feel like completely liberated to be who you are and who you want to be and a free thinker and whatever. And actually you're just becoming a slave to sin and you don't have to be, especially when Christ has already set you free. I think what Ginger ends up talking about, which is what I can relate to as well, is that when her foundation was shaken, like what she was raised with, um, when it comes to Bill Gothard and his cult teachings and whatnot, she though aside from that, had a personal relationship with the Lord. Like she really knew Jesus as her Savior. And so when things were being called into question and like the false teachings were like a house of cards falling down, she was able to instead of completely have to deconstruct her faith and do away with it, she was able to rest on the Word of God and who Jesus was because she knew him personally. And so when I went through my thing in 2021, which is not that long ago, and I was still doing episodes and I was wrestling with it. I was I was questioning things and I was working through it, but I never questioned who God was and I never questioned who he was in my life. So just because there was, you know, hard situations going on in my life and people not acting the way that I thought they should act, you know, that were was close to and people who uh, were were being unfaithful in my life, you know, not, not my spouse, but, um, just really having my foundation shaken in, in those ways. I still could not deny who God was because I knew him. He was my Lord and Savior. He was my best friend. I knew him intimately. He was my father, you know, and I I knew him by his word. And so I think it's so important for you to know Jesus personally and for you to read his word because you're going to have things in your life that are going to be hard, that's going to happen. You're going to have people in your life who's going to let you down. There might be some legalistic things that you follow that aren't biblical, and somebody might come and knock that right out under your feet. And instead of, you know, being a deer in the headlights and be like, what was my whole life about? You know, you can rest on who God is and his word, which is really what it should be all about anyway. But I think we get wrapped up in all these other things or just put too much trust in other people where it becomes an idol above who God is. And if we have God first, you know, we'll have peace. And I don't think that our faith will be shaken. though There will be things that come along the way that really can if we're, you know, not um, diligent to walk with the Lord to seek it out. That would really mess us up. And that's what Satan, you know, sets out to do. And so I'm thankful. But, you know, man, 2021, that was a dark year. 2020 was hard for some people, but it was 2021 for me. And, and also last year in in different ways but just choosing to to wrestle with it instead of throwing your hands up and being like well I'm not going to church anymore because I ain't putting up with that crap anymore well, I'm not reading this, the Bible anymore because it says this and that doesn't sound like a loving God and I just I can't agree with this anymore or just whatever like to really to really dive into it man and to really look into and say like father, I love you. I know who you are as my savior. I want to know what your truth is because I know you're you're just. I know you're omniscient. I believe your word is true. So there's something I'm not getting. So I, I need your help to help me see. You know, and, and in the meantime, you have to not really rely on your emotions to lead you through it. And I, oh man, I'm taking this biblical counseling class, um, as y'all know, and it's been talking about emotions and all these things. I'm really quick to be like, you know, the hardest is deceitful and, um, and to never trust your emotions and there are bad things and just don't, you should be a robot. Don't even, don't even feel emotions unless they're nice emotions. And it's been really teaching me that like, Hey, emotions are God given. And they're often a radar to show us what the root problem is to things. And, um, a lot of times our emotions, just as Jesus was emotional, can, uh, lead us into obedience to the Lord even more, um, into what His will is. It can motivate us in that way. Um, even anger, right? It's just the way that we choose. You know, are we going to obey God with our anger or are we going to uh, be sinful in our anger? And so, working through the, those emotions, if you're angry, you feel like there's an injustice or you feel betrayed or you feel sad, and you feel, um, you know, people are being hypocrites or whatever the situation is, or you feel like God's not a loving God, and so you feel disgusted or disappointed or whatever, like, work through it, you know, see what's really going on, and don't just throw your hands up in the air and be like, oh, well, but like what Ginger was saying, to disentangle what your belief system is from what what's floating around with your head and all this kind of stuff to what the Bible says. What does the Word of God say? But if you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord, and maybe you just are Christian because your parents were, or because it seems like, you know, a nice thing to do, or you just, it's not your own personal decision. Uh, that's, that's going to be real easy to, um, knock you off your feet and cause you to just give up and, and quit, uh, because you don't have your own personal relationship with Jesus. And that's what, that's what matters. That's what counts. You know, he needs to be your savior you need to be the one that says i'm sorry that i'm a sinner i want you to forgive me of my sins i know that you died for me and you loved me and i want to um, accept your forgiveness and please forgive me and please you know save me from hell i want to be in heaven with you have that personal decision believe who he is who he said he was and uh, and read, read his word. And so you will be rooted in who Jesus is because now you have his righteousness on you. Your spirit is alive. You have spiritual eyes to see what he's saying and you're not going to be thrown to and fro, you know, with every wind of doctrine like the Bible says. But I think a lot of times we aren't, we don't have our own personal faith. And so it's easy to be like, oh yeah, I was a Christian. And not really know what that means and not maybe even remember when we ever accepted Jesus and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So you got to make sure that's that. And also just remember that men are going to let us down. We're humans. I don't know that any one of us has always kept our promises and always done right by others. Walked perfectly. Treated others the way they deserved, right? But Jesus, God always has. So I want to read these scriptures because I hope that if you're going through a time where you feel very um, alone or or betrayed or even if things are fine that you will remember these scriptures and remember how faithful God is and how unchanging he is so Hebrews thirteen eight, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever Malachi 3 6 for I am the Lord I change not Revelation one eight I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. James one seventeen Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God does not change, and I am thankful for that. So, oh, as quick as everything changes in this world, I mean, you think you know somebody like our society <laughs> you know you think things can't get any worse and things just keep changing and it's not in a good direction or any better direction and we all know that people can get real disappointing and not be dependable and and we can count that for ourselves as w- as well but we know that God he's faithful he never changes he is the same today as he was yesterday and you can count on that and He is everything good and everything just and holy. Just remember that if you're going through a hard time, um, or or when you do, that you might be disappointed in other people. Maybe you messed up and did something. You just remember that God never changes. And instead of running from Him and wanting to just throw the house of cards completely down, you know, don't let Satan shake your foundation like that. Know that. You can have your own personal relationship with the Lord that nothing can take away, that nothing can shake. And so whatever's going on in your family, at your church, in your own personal life, you know, God never changes. The word of God is always true. And you can be safe always in his hand, never losing your salvation if you're really saved and not having to question that. And I know, you know, when I was going through my junk and I really felt alone. I felt like, like I was on a different planet completely this doesn't even make any sense completely away from God I mean God made all the planets but you know what I'm saying like I was felt abandoned I felt alone and I felt like I felt like there was no God it was it was a weirdest feeling and I know it's spiritual warfare now but I just completely felt utterly like just in in a black void and was like nothing's real nothing matters. (laughs) You know, I wasn't suicidal. I just felt very like I I was having a, a crisis in my faith. Acts 4.20, it says, for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. No matter that I was going through something where I felt like so disconnected from the Lord, I had already seen and heard him. So I could not unsee and unhear him. I couldn't just decide, well, God doesn't exist anymore. I just cannot do this no, thanks. I'm done with this. He's he's already made himself known to me. I already know him intimately. Like, I can't walk away from him. I can't act like he doesn't exist. I can't live a life that looks uh, like a person who doesn't have a relationship with God. Like, I, I don't know. I've lived in rebellion before, but I still couldn't deny who God was. You know what I'm saying? It was, it's just, you just can't unsee and unhear God. When you know him, you can never unknow him. You can't act like you didn't know him. And just, oh, that was just a figment of my imagination. Like, no, that was real. I can never deny that. And so, again, you have to have your own personal and real relationship with the Lord. So when crap comes along, you're like, mm, nope, I know the truth. I've seen it with my own eyes. I cannot unsee it, you know. And it's it's a good thing because when Satan tries to attack you and other people try to mess with you, you know, you can stand firm in who God is. God never changes, In Jeremiah 20, verse 9, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. Talking about God. But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. So saying, like, I I had to talk about God. (laughs) I had to say what he was going to say. Like, I had to speak God's words. I can't hold it in my heart. I couldn't pretend like this was not a thing. Um, And so I encourage you also, if you've got some time, to look up Ginger YOLO. B U O L O, So you can just look that up, um, Duggar, and just hear uh, the different podcasts she's done. I want to order her book also to read it because I think it just, from what I hear, all points to who Jesus is. And not so much about a uh, biography of her, but just of what the Bible says, who Jesus is, and not ha- not like trying to rely too much on anything else and get mixed up and all that. Because uh, once you get distracted you know, from what the Bible really says. And so you get so busy believing and doing all these things that don't even matter, that are a complete waste of time um, and actually don't bring you closer to the Lord, bring you further. And then, you know, when somebody's like points out the flaws in that, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> My whole life's a alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, Just stick with what the Bible says and have your own personal relationship with the Lord. Remember that he never changes. If you're, you know, going through something, keep walking, you know, don't, don't die there. Don't make big decisions like, okay, I'm going through a really confusing time. I'm going to make big choices right now. (laughs) I'm going to deny everything I believed in. Calm down, calm down and just allow God to walk you through it. Don't just do the easy way out. And you'll come out with with a stronger faith in the Lord and a testimony that you can share with others so that they know, hey, they're not alone in that and that there is hope on the other side. And it's actually even better than what it was uh, before because you're willing to walk through the hard things with the Lord. So challenge you, as always, be in your Bible every day. Know who he is by his word. Stand firm in your your faith because you're reading his word and be in prayer with him. Make sure you're connected to a body of believers. that's going to help encourage you, edify you, you know, motivate you to, to have a close relationship with the Lord. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast.gmail.com. At and I'll talk to y'all next Monday.